Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. Oh, I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And you can watch us each week. We hope you enjoy the episode. Well, everyone, it's another episode coming to you from the road. Yeah, and uh, yes. Actually, this is going to be our kind of format for the rest of the year because, well, currently you're joining us on a bit of a European adventure. If you missed last week's episode, we're out in Europe giving it large in our GT3s. (laughs) Uh, We then have a live event as soon as we get back to the UK. We do. And then we're off to Australia any minute. We're going to be doing a whole load of episodes from Australia. So God knows when we'll see the studio next. Is it really going to be that long? It's going to be As a in- while. We might pop We might pop there once or twice before yeah. Australia. But I mean, it's uh, most of the episodes until Christmas are going to be out of the studio. Wow. It's quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it feels very kind of, good. You know, yeah, wow, yeah. What, anything could happen. Anything, anything can happen. <laughs> well, anyway, right now you are joining us in Austria in uh, the Steierschlossel hotel oh i'm glad you said that which is right next to the red bull ring uh-huh and we have literally just driven off the circuit to the hotel i mean we've just finished our pirelli p0 experience track day in our cars we're both still a little bit clammy and sweaty from from the experience and tired the, yeah very, very tired very tired this could be a shorter episode than <laughs> usual we're both desperate to eat a schnitzel. Good, <laughs> oh. He's not stopped going on a schnitzel all schnitzel. day. Schnitzel and a strudel. <laughs> it's really the only reason I come to Austria. Uh, but that and the great driving modes and the epic track. So yeah, it, just, to, just to bring up speed, in case you missed last week's episode or the latest main channel video, yeah, Tony and I, big adventure with the GT3s, but the primary purpose was to come here to take part in this Pirelli P0 experience. And, and what is a P0 experience? It's essentially a fancy track day. So it, it is your usual track day, but in epic locations, they have manufacturer parts that bring along cars that you can test drive and experience. So today there was a McLaren Artura, a DBX 707, and that new Praga thing. Yeah. Ben Collins was there. They often have like recognizable people knocking around. There's a really nice lunch. You know, it's, it's just like, you know. Yeah, it's cool. Track day plus yeah. is what we'll call it. Um, but we were coming to, to have a go in our GT3s. My first track day, not just in my GT3, in any GT3. Wow. So I like you know I mean I bought a car really aimed at going on track. I mean I know it's a road car, but put a manual gearbox in it and comfort seats, no roll cage, yep. and standard road tires, <laughs> roll cage, yeah, and went off we go, off we in, let's go to a track. But no, I mean yeah, I, I I said it when I bought the car. I didn't really intend on doing any track days. It's not why I bought the car. Like, but obviously it's a bit of a silly thing to say and do. It's like buying. Come on, let's help me out here. It's like buying. <laughs> Nike running trainers and never running. Fair. I think it's almost worse than that, but that's the, it's the quickest my brain could work at 6 p.m. after a track day and five days on the road. Yeah. I, I'm not necessarily as sharp as I can sometimes be, people. Um, Would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen what your thoughts are now? Well, yeah. I mean, I think we've got a lot to actually cover in this um, because, yeah, my first on-track experience in the GT3, it being my car, you being there. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Um, I don't really know where to start. I think (laughs) 
Okay, so let's kick things off. Yeah. I'm going to, this is going to be raw, guys. It's going to be raw. And there's no BS. This is behind the glass. Well, it I, has I'm, to be raw because, we, I mean, we've literally just left. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Take, raw emotion. Yeah. But no, what I mean is, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to pussyfoot around. It's like, I was a little intimidated upon arriving. You know, I, I, I have belief in my abilities behind the wheel. Heck, yeah. I spend a lot of time driving. Absolutely. On the road, I feel very com- comf- comfortable, confident. Competent. Competent. Everything. The whole yeah, yeah. lot. Whichever word will come out of my mouth first. Um, it put me in a single seater, like an F4 car like, or a go-kart. I'm like, I will literally believe that I could be the fastest person there. Even if Lewis Hamilton's there, I'll be like, I'll, I'll have a go. <laughs> I'll launch him. Like, literally, and that maybe stems from wanting to be an F1 driver when I was young. However, long story short, I'm rambling. What I'm trying to get to is in a road car, I, for some reason, have inherently been unconfident. Why, 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 why is that? I don't know. I've never been able to figure it out. I think it's because I pride myself on being a fairly safe road driver. You are. I think, you know, when I started driving and all the driving I've done, I I always err on the side of caution. I'm always overthinking what's around that bend. You know, I just, I'm a cautious, a fast, a brisk, but cautious road driver. As everyone should be, by the way. Uh, When I get on track, the thought of, pushing the car hard my muscle memory or brain goes to oh yeah but what like what if it lets go like what if this steps out and every single time that's happened i've been totally fine of course i've controlled the car the car's controlled me like i like nothing's happened no worst case now i've gone a bit wide on the exit yeah so it's all in my head yeah but but every press launch every experience with like oh you get to go out on track i'm always like I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm, I'm so below what I know I could do. The only experience you I've taught had, yourself down quite a lot. Well, in my own head, yeah. You know, I really I won't break lay. I wonder. Uh, the only time when I think I've gone like, oh, I've done all right there is years ago. We went to Las Vegas and had one of those arrive uh, and drive experiences at the Las Vegas circuit, and we got a coach. And usually you have a little instructor next to you or whatever, and they're always like. Break, break, turn in. This guy was like, I'm going to make this guy shit hot. Maybe he realised, like, I'm not as incompetent as I suggested. He doesn't want to die, mate. Mate, we were flat. Like, we were rapid, and I was, like, top of the timesheets. And I was like, oh, actually, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. No. So, yeah, arriving here today, knowing that we just done the trip we had, we'll touch on the fact that we went up Gross Glockner, one of my favourite roads in Austria the day beautiful. before. Beautiful road. Done some fast road driving. I know your abilities on track. I was just like, oh, is it going to be that same case? Like, am I just going to be a bit overwhelmed by the experience? We arrived. There was an SF90 in the car park, four 992 GT3 RSs, GT4 RS, a Project 8. Like, you know, proper cars. I was thinking, this is, I'm just not going to have fun. I'm going to be overwhelmed. I'm going to be looking in my mirrors the whole time. All I'll say, and we're going to get into so much more, and then we're going to come back to this, is by good Lord, I actually think I was quite quick today. You was very fast. (laughs) Look, I actually, like, from lap one, and it helped that we'd spoken a bit about lines. I know the track so well, having watched it on F1, you know, sorry, watched the Grand Prix around the circuit since I was seven years old, played it on the PlayStation a million times, been here three or four years ago. Like, I was very confident with the track. Yeah. But the car is just so confidence-inspiring. Like, mm. it wants you to break as late as possible. It wants you to turn in aggressively and to the point. It wants you to get on the power as quickly as it can. Yeah. It comes alive the faster you go, rather than what was in my head, that kind of assumption that the faster I go, the more out of control I'm going to get. It's going to snap. And, yeah, yeah, just be yeah, a bit yeah. leery, and I'm going to be overdriving it. This yeah. was, like, just coming to me every time I went out the car was like more yeah of course give me the more yeah, yeah, yeah you are nothing yeah I am everything <laughs> yeah and you know every other experience I've had in a road car after four or five laps the brakes are starting to go the tyres are overheating you've got to come in and cool off okay you've done three runs that's it because don't forget most of my track experiences because I don't do many track days have been at press launch events, of course and you have limited running yeah well obviously I'm here with my own car I just kept going just go flat and like, don't forget, you know, this isn't an ad. The main channel video is, but this isn't an ad. But the standard P0s, I was on non-courses, non-trofeos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just kept going as well. They were good, yeah. They were fine, yeah. Absolutely. So we had a good day. But 
we'll come back to that because I've got a little more that I want to delve into, the advice you gave me, how I feel I progressed during the day and my overall thoughts about my car on mm-hmm. track. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your experience because obviously you've been out in your car a few times. You hadn't done Red Bull Ring. Talk me through what you thought about the day. Um, well, I wasn't nervous, obviously. I didn't know the track. I'd never, ever been here before. I'd seen some YouTube videos, obviously. So I always have this rule when I do track dozes. I, I never go out as soon as the green light goes at nine o'clock or 9.30. Okay. Why? Because your adrenaline's too high? Like no, you're too because I, 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 always, I, I always let like people go out first. Just just okay. let them go out. and Because everyone's like all excited when the track buzzing. goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. buzzing, yeah. Green light. And there's always like yellow flags and red flags and stuff. So I always give it like 20 minutes, half an hour, let everyone go out and then and then I'll go out. And so I went out, obviously about half an hour later. I, I knew roughly where it went. So I'd done some like brisk sighting laps, I guess, trying to figure out the track. And then uh, I'd done a couple of fairly quick ones to get my tyres hot, come in, done my tyre pressures, and then um, back out again. And and it, um, I actually got it quite quick, like because um, it's only like six or seven corners, but they're quite technical. And as I told you, or we're going to speak about it, but it's all about the exit and the the braking. You have to make sure you brake properly. If you brake late, then you you mess everything up essentially. So I was making sure I was doing that and um, the card doesn't surprise me because I obviously had the previous cars and they're similar. They have very similar traits. Not not the same. This current car is a bit more downforce. You can actually feel it um, and the turning's better essentially. But I've had lots of experience in GT cars, so I wasn't phased at all and uh, just got my head down, basically. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, I did. <laughs> By about lap five, you were setting lap records. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who's in the black car? <laughs> it was amazing to be not on track and watching people's reactions to Tony just launching everybody and just setting the track alight. But I think, yeah, so for those of you who maybe aren't familiar with Red Bull Ring, it's a simple and small track. I think the F1 cars are here. A qualifying trim, sub- one minute five i don't yeah, i 102 i think yeah it's like a that, yeah. very short lap but that means that every corner is critical because it's well the start of your big straight that you're going to be on so yeah you know i'm sure you could count some corners that we don't really think of as corners but largely there's what eight turns or something like that yeah um and a lot of them are really steeply uphill a couple of them aggressively downhill it makes it really fun and it's definitely a place where i found uh, you know, my confidence and enjoyment grew throughout the day because yeah. you think like this is quite straightforward, but actually as you start to evolve, you find loads of places to make up time. And so that's what I want to touch on. So we we had we did our thing in the morning. I was working with Pirelli a bit, doing some content for their channels. I was trying to plot out my video. I'd been out a few times, like no pressure runs, gone, oh actually this is this is all right. And then I said, Oh look, Tony, would you just jump in with me? I wanna kind of I didn't want him to critique me, but I just wanted to kind of get his initial thoughts as to what I was doing because as I say I I respect how fast Tony can go on track and what a good driver he is and it would be stupid of me to be up my own bum enough to be like oh my god I'm a automotive YouTuber like I don't need advice like I'm going to take whatever advice I could get so you're actually I hate complimenting you it's so nice honestly mate I can't but you were actually like you surprised me firstly and you were quick out the box like you genuinely surprised me like i know we always rib each yeah, other we up joke about like, it a lot, but yeah. you you, you it's genu- the first time we've been on track together yeah you yeah. G- you genuinely I, I mean obviously i know you can drive i've been on many trips with you so i know you're not stupid but you generally surprised me how uh fast you were anyway but there was just like little points obviously when i got in the car with you there was little points that you knew that you could improve on and that I already knew, so it would be silly for me not to sit next to you and say, 
this is what I do. It was super helpful because, yeah, you were saying like, oh, you know, you, you can carry a lot more speed into here or I turn there or push out there and just all little things that I hadn't considered or hadn't experienced and that just, yeah, opened up my lap a little bit. The, whilst I learned how to maybe uh, be a little bit faster uh, in the car, definitely didn't learn how to make a track day video um, because that was like our <laughs> first bit on camera because we were farting around. I was like, oh, I might as well try and film this because obviously it's quite a nice interaction. Like, Tony jumping in with me. You're slapping. <laughs> Obviously, GT3s, really loud. Really loud. And on track, super loud. Um, and then you got helmets on. So, inherently, one shouts at the other person because well, you're can't, We can't hear each other. You can't hear each other. You're going, yeah, just break it. <laughs> which is totally normal. So, I had the mics. Like, I knew we needed the mics and I had them like next to our chin. And so, I got back and be like, I'll just check this footage. And it's literally like, so you, what do you want to do? Oh my God. Was it that bad? So bad. And I'm going, <laughs> so that had to be scrapped. But it doesn't matter. It was a cool experience. There was a lot of things. Um, and so, yeah, and that kept happening throughout the day. So we had various moments where we went out, uh, you know, one after each other. Yeah, I, yeah. Came, I came in with you. And I felt like by the end of the day, I was there or thereabouts. We went out for one final run, no cameras. This classic, famous, what I thought was my best run, no cameras. But I said, you know, you I've, been filming, better, I've been filming all day. Yeah. Got to like 5 p.m. I was a bit knackered. I just half four. A, half four, thank yeah, you. I just yeah. want to do a run with no cameras. And uh, and we went. I, and you were what? You were sort of seven or eight tenths, would you say? Like yeah, just like, yeah. I, I was. So I, I went behind you for a couple of laps. Yeah. First, mm -hmm. and then, and then um, I come in front of you, and I wanted you to. You'd already got it, mate. You already understood. But I wanted you to see from because it's always like you said. You said earlier on. I know we haven't said it yet, but. It's always better when you're learning, when you can see with your own eyes or or like you said, when you come and sat next to me. Yeah. It, and that's exactly how I learned. This is exactly what Archie taught me. It's exactly the same. So um, the stuff that I learned was from Archie, obviously, mm. as you know. So he was very good at sitting next to me. He would tell me what I was doing. Once he got me up to speed, he'd sit next to me tell me what I was doing wrong and leave me alone. So right, go on and goes, and then I'll come back in with you in a couple of hours and see if you prove. That's what you've done. Yeah. That wasn't too dissimilar what I'd done with you. So there was a, there was a, and I'm not a racing driver, by, no, by no, no. any, any shakes I just, but you were quick in the GT3 and I was in the GT3 as well. So I might as well ask you, why are you so quick? Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm the best driver ever or I'm a racing driver. I just know, because that's what I've been shown. So, um, so it would be silly for me not to show you. So by the end of the day, there was a, a, a noticeable difference in your speed. So when we swapped over at the end of the day, I wasn't going flat, but I was going fast, mate. Like, I we, was genuinely going fast. We were overtaking a lot of people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was genuinely, like, pedalling, essentially. Yeah. So, and you've done really well. Like, you, you've done everything you should be doing yeah no and i was i was massively enjoying it so i think yeah i mean you you, you mentioned it earlier i got to the end of the day going oh i'll do that again like, you know, <laughs> like, 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 that was my takeaway which i didn't you know i came here for work you yeah. know i was i was working with pirelli to be part of their content but also showcase the event and share it all with you and highlight because it's the third piece of experience i've been to and i do think they're awesome i don't want an f type r and the 360 and, and, and they've, they've been mega so I do recommend them like they're, they're, they are cool events and often yeah. like you know it's, it's a good group of people so that's why I was coming I thought I'd probably do 10 laps across the day you didn't do 10 I did about 40 uh, yeah yeah I mean yeah. I was you know and I was kind of like when, when can we go out next but that that was the that's the car bit well that's the car bit this is what we have to touch on because I knew it and we've spoken about it and maybe it's boring to say. I've told you. And last week Everyone we banged on about Porsche the whole time. I cannot fathom that we drove 1,500 miles to get here. We did a couple of days on autobahns. We went up Gross Glockland. We haven't even touched on that yet. No. Did a, at least a day because two half days proper driving through Austrian back roads. Then we spent an entire day thrashing our cars on track like you know yeah yeah genuinely without blowing smoke up our butts 
I reckon we were probably two of the faster drivers on yeah. track today. Like, yeah. obviously, you never know because you're never quite on track at the same time. But, but no one came past either of us no, no. throughout the day. Like, no. you know, so we were definitely quick. So, therefore, we were hammering our cars. And because of the start of the track, big braking zones. Huge. Uphill turn one, uphill turn two, downhill turn three. I love turn three. See, I love turn one. Turn yeah. one is my vibe. <laughs> I do like turn one yeah. as well. I, by the end of the day, I was getting why you like turn three. Yeah. When you start doing turn three, which is the downhill right-hander, I, I was starting to really... But, but my two favourites is uphill turn one and the last two corners. I felt quick in those last two corners. I, don't, I know you were watching me, so you weren't focusing on you but i always felt like i was catching you yeah in those last two corners because you weren't concentrating as much yeah i was i was watching to see where i was where you were yeah, yeah the yeah, curbs yeah. i was but that meant i was like yeah i'm, I'm and, on it here we go like, and do you know what mate i tell you what that is harder than being behind you watching the mirrors it's hard well, now you know why everyone else spins off in front of you mate because what happens you're scaring the <laughs> shit out of them I mean I just go piling in the, literally the, the because what happens is is when you're watching for someone behind mirrors up you miss yeah at, at all your breaking points your lines so I'm trying to do that and I'm watching you because I'm less I don't care about me I was trying to make sure that you was I know you were, you were coaching it you was were very teaching. good all I would say is this is this is constructive feedback, I hope. Mm. When you do go behind someone, they are experiencing what you just experienced. Get out of the way then. <laughs> yeah, just get out of the way. But, but you are two millimeters from their bumper and it is super intimidating. And that's why today people in front of you genuinely spun off, went off the track, nearly crashed because... I would say on a track day, you probably could give it a beat or two when overtaking someone because you're not setting any times. No, but I want to keep my speed up. I get it. I get it. But it is a fun day out. Yeah. And if you lose that lap or that flow of corners, you've got the next lap to do it. Yeah. yeah. Or you've got the rest of the day to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would be nervous. I would be nervous of someone either going screw this guy or totally panicking and that's where you what i think you don't want unpredictability on track mm -hmm. and i just worry that maybe it it could create unpredictability yeah. you know what you do I, I don't i i see you know what you're doing yeah but i am watching as well i'm i'm watching them so but you I'm don't know what they're gonna do no no but i half predict what they're gonna do and i do it on the road yeah. so i'm half predicting like that instant we had with the porsche I know yeah. you said it was close, but I was watching him. I was watching. Yeah, yeah. Him. Everyone got out of it. It was. It was. Yeah, fine. yeah. I was. What I was. I was watching everything he was doing. Of course, and you were ready to slam on the brakes. Correct. But my, my point being, I was already. I was all wet there. I was all the way over on the other side of the track. I was. Tr I was going to go on the grass. Cr yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had lifted off massively, and I was just like, I just find my way. And then you all got tangled up in this near death. <laughs> And it I just cruised on by. It was, it was like that Lewis Hamilton Silverstone when he cruised up the inside. With and Leclerc and Pires. Yeah, it was literally that moment. And the best part was, Tony had overtaken me two corners before and then I was sailed on past. Like, ah, idiots! Um, it was funny, that. So that that's all I'm going to say. Okay. You've been super helpful to me today and I've appreciated all of your feedback. That's my only thing is I think on a track day, you probably don't have to give people such a hard time but when you're coming through. But that's all the track days that I've done. That's what people it's, do. It's mate. an RMA mentality. Yeah, but that's it's an RMA mentality. Yeah, yeah. I think on a day like this, which was a load of different abilities, load of different skill sets, some people on test drives, you know, all these things like that. I think RMA days are particularly aggressive and are particularly hustly. And you better get on with it because I'm here. Like move. Yeah. When you're not on an RMA day, RMA day with those lads, and that, by the way, is an is the track day organizer in the UK and Europe, one of the most famous and one of the highest level. Yeah. But when you're on something like this, which is a way more slow pace, I, I just that would be my. I just worry for you. I don't worry about you. Like I know you've got the ability. I know you're predicting what's going to happen, and I know you also know how to stop the car if you need to. Well, I, I it's just, lucky that cause if I didn't, I'd have piled into the back of you. Literally. <laughs> oh my God, a couple of times. So you're going too slow. I'm just going to nudge you along the road. Um, but yeah, so, so come back to my point because we got distracted. I can't believe we've done all of that 
all of this stuff over the last few days, then this day, and the car was gagging for more. Yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, so hard on the brakes, so hard on the tires. I probably munched a few gears, I'll be honest. Like, Suspension, you did when I was in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you slapping. We're going to come back to that at some point. But, you know, I definitely didn't nail every gear shift. Like, so I tried to break my car essentially today. And it seems totally fine. Yeah. Loved life. Yeah, we were all over the curbs. Well, you said suspension. We were rocking the curbs. Yeah, we were, yeah. Entry, exit, everything. Like, we were all up on them curbs. Um, and there's a part of me which is like, let's see when it gets back to Porsche Guildford and goes for a bit of a health check. Like, be fine. But you've replaced pads recently. Break pads? Yeah, break pads, yeah. So you think I probably might need to do pads? No, you that? should that be was right. a big day. Yeah. Anyway, so it's now going to do the 1,500 miles home. And I think it should be fine. Obviously, you know, we've had issues with both of our cars. And we spoke. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. About that last week. But the, the, that was the bit that I was blown away by and enjoying the most today, that I knew I could just walk downstairs, put my helmet on and go. Yeah. I don't have to think about anything. And, you know, we saw... There's a 4.30 Scud today, 4.30 Convertible as well. Uh, guy in a Julie Quadrifoglio, really nice man. I didn't see the Project 8 out that much, but there was some stuff which you yeah. could tell was probably not quite able to do that. Loads of people putting their bonnets up. Yeah, yeah. You know, loads of people on cooling laps. Yeah. And we were just going. Yeah. Like, and that, that is, now that I've experienced it in the flesh, I get why people get hooked on that. Yeah, th- th- well, they get, they get hooked on the days and that's why... I- Normally, when you go to a track day or you go to the Nurburgring, it's all Porsches because they they, they, they literally just take the punishment. Take the abuse. Ferraris, Lamborghinis, McLarens, all, all of these other cars, they don't take the abuse that Porsches do. It's fact. And also, you know, obviously we're here in a very fortunate position to have two of the best GT products. But yeah. let's just talk about that 718 Cayman GTS, the green one. Yeah. That guy was giving it large today. Yeah, he yeah. was really on it. Yeah, yeah. Having a blast, flying. And that is a more accessible Porsche. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of older gens. We, I met a very nice guy who was there in a 997 Gen 1 GT3. Having a blast. He did have to watch his temps and things like that a bit more. But there, what I'm saying is... Couple of turbo issues. Yeah, easy for oh. us to sit here and go, like, oh, it's just most like. What I mean is that it seems to be that Porsche thing has rung true for yeah. the last 15, 20 years. Whilst we were bashing them or have bashed them a bit in recent times, at least that whole premise of come and do a track day and it's kind of going to keep delivering rang true today for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shall we get into the differences in our cars then? Because obviously this has been the running joke for a while. It was in last week's main channel video and the episode, you know, this whole premise of who's got a better car. And but we've always wound each other. I've all, you know, we have always no, no, wound each other hey, up about here, cars. But here, here it, it comes to the point. Yeah. Uh, this was the whole premise was to figure out on this trip, not just today, on this trip, the differences in our car, not which is better, mm-hmm. but the differences. Because you bought a car 
not specced by yourself, but you bought a car as track focused as you can get a GT3. Correct, because that's what I like. You want to tick every box that said, I'm going to use this car on track. Correct. So just to recap, even though we've mentioned it before, bucket seats, roll cage, P0 courses in the minute when you got it, you, it was on Dunlops or something like that? It was on Dunlops, Dunlops, yeah. and you want to put the Cup 2s on next? You, I, I, when when the these courses are done, done then I'll, I'll put the Cup 2s so you know, But always a real track-focused tyre, yeah. bits of carbon in there, uh, a PDK, like, so, you know, all the yeah, bits. Yeah, yeah. Where I went on purpose from factory, as touring as you could get, comfort yeah. seats, manual, no cage, standard P0s for Turbo S, no carbon fibre, like, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. And that's because I want to enjoy the car on the way here, which I really think I did. You did. There we were, both did. We both did, but yeah. But on the Gross Glockner, incredible Alpine road in Austria, I think one of the best driving roads in Europe because of scenery and road. Yeah. It's a combination of the two and the yeah. fact that if you go up at 6am, no one else is there. Yeah. Um, I did admit to you that when you're really getting into those twisty mountain roads, I'm, I'm overthinking the gears. Yeah. I'm definitely there. With, I said to you, I said, I kind of see like when you're really getting on it, I'm not right there. Like I'm like, oh, oh should I be in second here? Or should I should Because you don't know what's ahead of you. Yeah. So you don't know what's around the next corner. Yeah. So often you're in the wrong gear or it's a bit too late to go for the gear. And so I said, okay, you know, I've loved every second of this so far, but we're going quite fast on this road now. And I put my hands up. But I've got the seats that I love. I'm so, so comfortable getting in and out. I've got loads of space behind the seats to put stuff, even though you keep pointing out I'm not putting anything back there. Nope. <laughs> Everywhere we've stopped, everyone has come up and complimented the colour. Everyone has come and asked me about my colour. Is that true? My co- One million percent, mate. Okay. In Stuttgart, on the... Uh, fra- uh, sorry, in... Frankfurt and those roads we went to, they all came out and asked the colour. Today everyone was asking about the colour and the gross clock and they were all asking about the colour. No one notices a black GT3. Anyway, I'm not here to attack you. Um, on track, I actually found the opposite. I was worried after the gross clock yesterday. I thought, oh, am I going to have the same experience on track where I'm just always doing too much? But no, because you know you're gearing or you figure out you're gearing pretty quickly. I honestly loved being in that manual on track. Yeah. I thought it was mega. Fair. I mean, I, I think as well, the the track today helped from that point of view because you, you're not using many gears on that track in general. There's lots of gears, lots of tracks where you use a lot more of the gearbox, essentially. So in your car, you was probably most of the time second, third, fourth occasionally up into fifth yeah yeah fifth was the most awkward yeah Didn't like going in. i was like oh get over but uh, apart from the, the the main straight you probably didn't need fifth yeah no the two straights you probably yeah, yeah. the two straights was, you probably yeah. needed fifth but yeah. apart from that and i was the same my second third fourth fifth and uh, most of the time i was third and fourth in my car Interestingly, we discovered later on in the day that our gearing was actually quite different, though. Very different. Obviously, you're a seven speed. I got a six speed. Yeah. And I was following a bit of your gearing advice to start with, and it worked great. But I realised actually to get maximum lap time, I was a, I was a gear I was a step down. You was a gear down. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it, by the end of the day, I was doing the last two corners in third, and that yeah. was the quickest way for me for sure. Fair. But on the tighter stuff, I needed to be in second where you were in third right. or, you know, so yeah, yeah. I was definitely a, a step down that, that for sure helped me. So, and I don't think on track, okay, you had one less thing to think about in terms of gear changes when you, you know, focusing on braking and speed, corner speed and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think it made a huge difference between our lap times. I, I, I think if you really push on, that's when it, that's when it makes a difference because I still think there's too much going on. You know, I, yeah, maybe. I, I, I genuinely do think when we pushed on, you, I think you would lose up to a second a, a lap messing around with your gears. Maybe, maybe. I I could have done the no lift shifts, but I just it feels so unnatural to me. Yeah. I was just, I was, you know. So, 
you know, and then roll kick. I mean, tyres were probably playing a part of it. You know, they probably were. They felt great. I definitely yeah. didn't feel at any point they weren't giving me what I needed, but they probably, there was an element of your tyres would have they're, been a bit stickier. Yeah, as, as not initially, but uh, uh, definitely as they get hot because obviously yours are normal road tyres, so they go off quicker. So they get to temperature and then they just fall off, whereas mm. the, the stickier tyre holds the, holds better, holds the heat better. So um, <clears throat> from from that point of view, when once we'd done five, six, seven, ten laps, then yeah, the the tire would play a part. But initial three, four laps, it, I that would make too much difference. So, were there any other cars there today that caught your eye that you thought, oh, I'd almost like to be having a go in that, or I'd rather be here because there was a pista, there was a red pista, yeah, knocking around, yeah, yeah. SF ninety. I only went. I only went. Um, I only went on track once in my pista very very fast obviously but, but you know i've said it so you cannot beat a porsche on track mm. you just can't because the ferraris get hot i took my amg gtr on track as well my lambo perf had been on track but you you just can't beat a porsche so it's a i wonder how a gt black series would have been today i think you would have had quite a lot of fun in that uh, it just would have been so fast I think it would have been unbelievably fast. Yeah, it yeah. would have been really fast. Because from memory, that has an unbelievable front end as well. Yeah, because a power track. Yeah, two so, RS. Because there were again, we complained a few times because we'd be launching, as you said, turbo S's, six hundred LTs, whatever. Get to a straight there, just piss off. Well, I had a really good run with a six hundred LT over about. I'd say between five to 10 laps where originally he was sort of nearly at the end of the straight and I was at the start of the straight. So there was quite a big gap and I'd just start to reel him in. But where I, where I noticed where I wasn't reeling him in and, and I felt he was probably getting away a bit was the straights mm. because it's fast six. Of course. Yeah. You know? yeah so, yeah. Um, so I just started reeling him in on the brakes on them two lefts as well and the 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 downhill braking I was getting him there as well so but it took me like a long time to catch him up um, because of the straights it was so fast and he was a quick line. driver as well I saw him out a couple of times yeah, he, was a, he was a very yeah, quick driver yeah he too, was good so. yeah for um, sure you know but I, I'm sort of Half with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Project A, I would have loved to have been having a go in, even though I say I didn't see him going around that much. I would have had like, liked to have had a go in a few of the Ferraris. The, the Scud looked damn cool. SF90, I would have been intrigued by. The, the new RSs, we were both a little disheartened with because it seemed like maybe they were early, like maybe the guys had just taken delivery of them. Like none of them were pushing that hard. I wanted a 9923RS to come around me so fast in a corner where I couldn't believe it. it was, you know, I wanted to be like, wow, that's insane. Like how yeah. he's got so much more grip, but they all seem to be sort of at, at six or seven tenths, which is, hey, look, that's fine. Yeah. Do I'm, not, do. I'm not, I'm not sure that would happen. Not round our car because the grip levels are different, obviously, but going round the outside of someone on road tires it's really hard for me. Yeah, but but surely that added downforce and grip and the fact that they can set set up a little bit more in terms of their dampers and all the all the configurables on their steering wheel. I just think if you had someone real shit hot yeah. in one of those three RSs, I know you like to give it large, but what is the point in that three RS if it's not able to launch us? It it would have to be. I know it's not massive differences, but also don't forget you banged on forever saying don't care about 992 GT3. It's not going to be a huge difference to the previous generation or like whatever. I didn't bang but on forever. You did, you did for a long time, mate. I can no, find I all the episodes. You you went on for a long time saying, how much better is it? It's not, it's not what, it's just, what, just double jointed, whatever, you know. So. What I actually said was, what I actually said was, I know what the difference will be. You just said it'll be incrementally better. It'll be a little bit better. They all, every year, it's a little bit better. Well, that's what they are. But it's miles. You are miles quicker than all the 991.2s today. All the 991.2 GT3s. You were miles quicker in your car today than they were. Yeah, but I was. Yeah, so the the incremental better would have been from an RS. From yeah. So a, so okay. But even long, so, long story short, I'd if like, that three RS cannot be quicker than you, Tony, with you behind the wheel of both, if you cannot be quicker, I would be quicker. in a three RS than in your GT3, yeah. that car has no point. So yeah. what I'm saying is, 
it could have happened today if not really outside of me no chance no tony stop being competitive no no i'm, if I'm, you, I'm telling you if you were yeah. in a three rs yeah and i was in my car yeah you could have done what you did to me on the inside of that long sweeping of left course. at an even faster pace and i would have gone oh my god that's nuts it's got so much grip look at the change in direction yeah but that's there, what i wanted there wouldn't there wouldn't be between the two cars around here, because it's such a short lap, it wouldn't be night and day. It wouldn't drive off. No the, chance. The double right-hander, the last two corners of the lap, I would hope and expect that that thing would be absolute rocket ship through there, Fair. glued to the ground. And yeah. I would want to have followed that car in with you behind the wheel or an actual pro, a legitimate racing driver, who's giving it everything. Because <clears> I think I'd sit behind it and go, Oh my god, that thing looks amazing. So what would you what would you think the different what would you think the time difference would be? I don't care. I mean visually. A, yeah, but but the way you're talking like it'll absolutely drive off and you never see it again. No, because sitting behind you today, I could see you slowly eking away yeah. and I could see where you were doing it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, none of that is not achievable i just don't have the confidence and the experience that tony does to nail that now like i'm building up to You're it but i can see what it. he's doing of course but on the road i've seen 992 3rs do things that i'm like wow and i just wanted that car to do something today it's not gonna break a million miles later it's not gonna leave a corner a million miles faster but it should be able to carry more speed and more grip into and through a corner. Well, it, it has to be. Well, it, well, it absolutely would. That's that's for sure. But going round the outside of someone it, that's all, someone that's already quite quick is you, you're you making got, this very personal about you. No, no, no. How many times did you go around the outside of somebody today? All the while. Exactly. There you go. Point proven. So I am not you. I am not the quickest guy on track. I'm not racing everyone that comes up to me. I would happily have let a 3RS come around the outside of me today. And I would have been impressed by it. That's what I'm saying. This is not a personal... You're turning this into, I wouldn't have a 3RS come around me. I'll be just as quick. He's not going to be any quicker than me. But I admit, two pros in a GT3 and a 3RS will be very close. The lap time will be very close. I agree. I am not a pro. I wanted a pro to come past me in the 3RS so that I could go, wow, that car's yeah, there impressive. Yeah, was, there, wasn't, there wasn't a pro in the, in exactly. the 3RS, was That there? was my point. But, but even if there was a pro in the car, you've already said, we both already said, you were going very well today. It's hard to go around the outside of someone. Someone's comp... You, you know, yeah. you was going fast, mate. So how much fast... I mean, he'd just go straight. But maybe, maybe he wouldn't. But he would. This could be one of those classic moments where you say this, then in six months' time you drive a three RS and you go, "Oh my god, this if, is unbelievable." If, race car in slicks, different matter. Obviously, of if it's a, if it's a cup course. car, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not. It's still got road tires. Yeah, but you know, it's got all that wing and. Uh, yeah, but at seventy mile an hour, how much downforce is it, is it making at seventy like mile an hour? Like six hundred kilometers, six hundred tons or something. Look, no, it's what, not. Not. What's 70 the, 180 the, um, it's 800 kilos of downfalls 180 mile an hour so at 60 mile an hour or 70 mile an hour it's not creating much more downforce than our car Let's a little see. bit more downforce downforce general i'm just annoyed by you the fact that you're just because don't be annoyed i'm just trying to i'm no, just no. trying to tell i'm you know i'm just I trying understand. to have a conversation you're, you're making the point i'm trying to have a conversation yeah yeah, yeah. no i i get what you're trying to say that there isn't as much difference as i would think or 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 assume yeah but but at the same time i also get the feeling that you're thinking that i'm saying to you no a three hours would launch you like no you know, like hearing it as like a real personal attack absolutely not absolute, what it is absolutely not that's not that's absolutely not how i've interpreted i would just say that even a free RS of a pro driver in it today weren't coming right round the outside of you. No chance. He would have. He well, would that's have very kind of you to say. No, no, because he, he just wouldn't have. Because he, he wouldn't have been able to. He wouldn't have been able to get enough speed to go round you. Nine hundred pounds. What's pounds? Pounds to kilos. LB to kg. At a hundred miles an hour. Four hundred kilos at hundred. A hundred miles an hour. Yeah. So I don't know what ours are. GT. Sorry, everyone. So it's, a, it's, it's about <laughs> it's about eight hundred kilos flat out. So that's the you know Down that's force. the what they always quote. 
Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, eight hundred kilos is you were right at one hundred and seventy odd. Yeah, but at a hundred, yeah. it's four hundred kilos. Yeah. So nine nine two GT three. Let's see if anyone's figured out the downforce figure. I'm not sure they have. They might not have. No. I think the I think the whole the whole the full downforce for our car is probably only four or five hundred kilos flat out. Yeah flat out so the, 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 there's probably 100 kilos or 200 kilos more downfalls but at 60 mile an hour how much is that that's what i'm saying uh, 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 if they're both going around okay, at 130 me- mile an hour yes i understand maybe it goes back to classic me um downplaying my abilities and that actually a three rs couldn't have been hugely amount faster to have blown my socks off but that's what i was hoping yeah, I, I just wanted that to happen because I think it would have been cool. Maybe it couldn't have happened, and 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 I understand where you're coming from. But yeah, no. Aside from that, four four RS didn't do anything for me today. No. Yeah, I was I was very happy to be in our cars for all the reasons we listed above. So four RS sounded good. Though. I heard it right yeah, the pitch straight a few it does times. Sound good, doesn't it? It just bounces up. But but there was a lot of cars that sound good because that mm, that cool. pitch that straight amazing. Yeah, bloody hell. The pitch straight it just bounces yeah, off the walls the noise amazing. so that's really cool would you come back to red bull ring absolutely it's a long way to come but i do think it's worth that's it. the problem like it's too far to come but i've honestly really enjoyed myself to love the track it's billiard smooth um would you like to come to a grand prix here I think it'd be cool to come to see a Grand Prix here. yeah it would yeah i think it's a it's such a picturesque setting and it is a long way but Obviously, you can make an epic road trip out of it, as we've done. You know, yeah. we, we've spent three or four days getting here, which you can do. You could even eat that out longer. It's just the drive home. Yeah. You know, which we've both got to do now, which feels a bit like... <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> rattling up the... That's the only problem with our cars. We've said this already. Rattling up that autobahn. That engine revving yeah. its nuts off. It's, I mean, we could, just drive sl- we could just drive slowly on the autobahn. What? We won't get home. We could just drive at 80 miles now. We won't get home. We will eventually. A- yep. <laughs> <laughs> or we could trailer them and fly them. Well, two and a half grand later. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll suck up the sound. Let's do some podcasts. <laughs> um, so just quickly, before we wrap things up. So Gross Glockner, loved you had it. been there before, but you'd forgotten. But yeah, loved it. We had an amazing experience. I want to shout out. This is all coming, by the way, in a... Well, I should say it's all coming in a video. Mm. Is it? Well, in case it's not, we went to visit Fat Mankai. Uh, you so, filmed everything. Yeah, I'll brief you on that. Later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got a rather... Anyway, let's not get into it. <laughs> so might, it might be lawyers listening. <laughs> oh, um, no. I filmed a video. It's got to go somewhere, but I just don't know where yeah. and, and when. Um, in the bin. But, yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, GP Ice Race which now hasn't happened for four years, which I keep attending the non-events, has rebranded. So it's now the Fat Ice Race because FAT, iconic Porsche sponsor from the early 90s, I think, and maybe before that. Um, they're FAT or Fat International. They're doing Fat Ice Race, but they've opened this cafe at the top of the Gross Glock now. Very cool. Oh, it's such a good spot. I mean, yeah. you didn't need an excuse to drive up that road, but now you've got one. Yeah. Ultimate, I... Probably put an Instagram reel out by now, describing it as the ultimate driving destination. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you get up there early. It opens at 8 a.m. We thought it opens at 9. That was my mistake. Um, <laughs> so we farted around for a while, but that was all right. We were driving. But, yeah, get up early with the birds. Do some amazing driving. you got the road to yourself. And then you stop off for delicious coffee, amazing hospitality, cool merch, delicious strudel. It was, it was just the spot. And we were there for a couple of hours. We had some work to do. We just loved it, didn't we? Yeah. And then we had a great drive through Austria. Yeah. Where a lot of key Porsche things just went straight over your head. So <laughs> Literally. Having visit, visited Stuttgart, gone to the museum, had an amazing tour from Benny. We were then driving down from Grossglockner. <laughs> and obviously we had, uh, we went through Gmunt, which was the original home of Porsche, which I had to explain to Tony in the first place. No idea. And no jokes from like 50 kilometers outside Gmunt. Coming up and I'm going, what's that up there? It's like an old 356. Like whether it was real or not, I don't know. But genuinely, a super early Gamunt 356, like one of the first ever Porsches is just trickling down the road in front of us. Freaked out, didn't you? To, I freaked <laughs> out. I was like, don't to pull over. I want to talk to the guy. Oh, what no. Moment? We're here in, next to Gamunt. There's a Gamunt 356. I'm in my Porsche GT3. I like, I nearly cried. 
literally I could just see Tony be like why is he driving so slow like yeah. just get on with it and then I pulled up I was like did you know what that was and you were like I don't care let's keep going no interest yeah. at all yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, no that was a stunning drive so we, we've had a, we've had a good time of it it's no, been lovely an epic, epic trip yeah I realised that it's been Porsche centric for all of you listening and watching uh, and we do own specific. two Porsches don't yeah we? yeah we've been on the road trip in our Porsches and I know loads of you like Porsches yeah like you all pretend like you don't you get bored of it but anyway uh, normal service should resume next week for our live event from Vines BMW so actually I'm quite excited to nerd out on some BMWs yeah I, I mean I probably sh- like shouldn't go too hard on the BMWs um, I fa- oh what? I think they've got the new i5 there. Shut the front door. Yeah, we can have a look at it. Oh, it's, I think they've got it in the showroom. Do you like uh, them? Maybe. If you, again, you forget things so easily. I say when that car launched, I really like the look of it. Yeah. I think it's mega exciting. Okay, so they've got the new i5 and obviously they sold my X3 to you, but I'm just all over oh. It's probably going to be a lot of BMW chat next week. So How forget, many Ferraris you bought this week? Us. That's the problem. Well, <laughs> yeah. I did put a bid in. Oh, here I? we go, see? Put a bid in an FF. Right. Uh, by this time, actually, have you I may it? have bought an FF. <laughs> I could have genuinely bought an FF on collecting cars. What about the Roman that's coming as well? Yeah. <laughs> seem to be spending a lot of money on Ferraris at the moment. Watch this space, people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as we teased, a little bit of a shorter episode because we are knackered and there is a schnitzel calling from downstairs and I have a 16-hour drive tomorrow. So we're going to wrap things up. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it wasn't too boring and too nerdy and too track-focused, but it was an experience we really wanted to share with you both. The video from our track day is going live on the main channel in a few days' time, depending on when you listen to this podcast. So go check it out. There's lots of funny clips and you'll get to see just how fast Tony is on track for all of you <laughs> who think we're lying or he's just do talk, a crash talking a big game <laughs> oh and I'll pl- oh, let's see if I leave in the moment that he nearly plows into uh, a few cars but uh, I mean yeah. I literally had to get out of the brakes oh many times oh, my- oh, it was all a bit scary so yeah, you've got that to look forward to but anyway we'll be back with you as I say next week uh, from Finds BMW for our live event uh, if you want to keep following us subscribe to this channel follow Tony up Tony Gravelwood car sales on most of you yeah I've gone on too long we're going to wrap things up Bye-bye. bye 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.